Welcome to the Practiceology 7 Questions in 7 Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Paul Wright. In this podcast, we share the secrets of elite allied health business ownership and teach you the strategies, tactics, and mindset needed to grow a highly profitable and successful allied health business that works without you. If you'd like to work directly with the Practiceology team and receive personal coaching and mentoring to help you earn more, work less, and enjoy your life as a health business owner, visit mypracticeology.com to find out more and apply. All right, in today's episode, I've tracked down James Schomburg, and we've, we've known each other, what, it must have been 20 years, James. What Probably. And, and finally, <laughs> finally, he's on the podcast. He's he's hassled me for ages. Right, I've got to get on the podcast. No, no, no. 20 years, I held him off. And and here he is, mate. So thanks for thanks for finally coming onto the podcast. Oh, thanks for inviting me finally, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the background. James, the owner of The Second Visit, which is an education and clinical mentoring company whose purpose is to help employers become the employers of choice and also help clinicians become the clinicians of choice uh, for great practices. He was the owner of three large practices in South Australia. He's recently sold them to focus on the second visit, um, which is his company now. He's a lecturer in MSK Medicine at the School of Medicine, University of Adelaide, and he's been postgrad, undergrad supervisor at several physio schools. His most recent venture, though, and what we're going to talk about today, is Physio Practice Connect which is a business that connects limited rego physios with great practice owners. And I didn't know this. He worked in Hollywood for two years. What was it, a stunt man or something? What were you? <laughs> that sounds far sexier than it was. Uh, I was writing scripts uh, really? for, for TV shows. Yeah, it was, uh, you never know where physio, and it was because of my physio job, but that's another story. But it's, uh, it was, I never thought I'd be working in Hollywood for two years, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, this yeah. will be great for us then. We'll we'll have the, 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 the words and the scripts will be great. But, <laughs> but I'm going to hit you with your seven-minute timer, James. You ready to go? Yeah, sure. All right, we're away. James, who, who's your ideal client at Look, Physio Practice Connect? It's a physio practice owner who's struggling to find um, physios who will stay or even, in fact, finding physios who will actually come to their practice. So we've tried to find a solution. In fact, we've found a solution that you can actually get physios who actually not only will, will come, but actually will stay longer. And it's been really interesting in the short time we've run this business is we've been able to help a lot of rural practices too, which is really exciting for me. Not that I'm rural, but I know they of all people are struggling to find people who not only just come, but will actually stay in their practice. Such a hot topic. So you've already done it. But question two, the problem you solve, no labour. Like no, no. I look. I mean, I I teach. You know, as we were talking before off 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 camera, how often I, I do a lot of teaching here around Australia. And one of the constant things I hear from practice owners, and I'm sure you hear it even more often, is, you know, I'm I'm handicapped by how much I can grow, by simply the staff I can get in. I just can't get. I can't get people, let alone good people, to work in my practice. There's such a shortage, mm. and yet. I hear the same thing when I teach to a lot of the physios from overseas say, I can't get a job in Australia. So we've got this group of physios who want to work, who can work in Australia legally, and we've got a group of practice owners who want physios, but they don't know how to connect the people. And that's simply what, what we've done in the last few weeks. Brilliant. Well, question three then with about five and a half minutes left. So what are the typical symptoms you've seen from health business owners when, when they're trying to find good therapists what are they what are the symptoms 
I think hopelessness is the thing that comes up to me is that they feel like they've actually, they've given up advertising. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of physios don't realise how many jobs are out there. There's a limit to how many times you can put an ad in all these different sites for recruitment and just get no response. And that is what I'm sensing is a, is a feeling of loss, a feeling of hopelessness, a, ceiling, a loss of income, a loss of op- losses of opportunity to grow their practices, to delve into different parts of physiotherapy, which is broadening all the time. They're just hamstrung by literally resources, and that's human resources, good physios. Okay, question four, about four and a half minutes. So so what are the common mistakes, James, you've seen and probably we've all made yeah, um, I, I when th- we're trying to recruit? I think it's just limiting yourself to the only option of, of thinking that you should only recruit from the pool of graduates in Australia. I think that's the biggest one. And and just constantly just put doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the you know different result each time by that advertising through all the different networks and, and doing the same thing over again and just expecting a difference. Uh, you you mm-hmm. if you if you're struggling that way, there's got to be other ways and there are other ways to find these people. It takes a different type of work, but it can be really rewarding if you take that risk. But you see, you see a lot of people that put the ads out, and they get overseas applicants, but they don't even they do nothing with them. I think that's fear, and certainly speaking to quite a lot of. I mean, I've spoken to lots of employers in the last few weeks about it. A lot of them just don't understand the process. They don't understand them. I mean, there's the APC, there's APRA, there's the government. All three of these have a influence on how they can recruit them. But if once you actually understand how those systems work, it's actually not that scary. It can take a bit longer to get somebody, but surely you know, one of the things I always learned is, you know, recruit the right people. It might take longer to get the right person, but it's better to get the right person than just pick the next person. And it just opens up a bigger pool for you to choose that way. And um, but you're you're right. They, um, I think that that there's just a lot of fear. That's one of the reasons mm. those applicants they get just ignored because I think, oh, that's too hard, or I don't know how this is going to work. All right. Question five with about three minutes left. What's a valuable free action, James? What what can our listeners and viewers do about this problem on, the, on their own bat at the moment? Yeah, I would suggest first thing they do is when you put your advertisements in the different format forums that you do, actually encourage them to that say limited registration also welcome to apply if they see that it's actually going to be i guarantee you you'll get a lot more options to consider now not all of them are going to be great applicants but there'll be some magic you know rubies amongst those uh, amongst the sand there that you'll find some really good people in there yeah question six about two minutes left so a free resource james where where can they go what have you got for our listeners we've got We've got a Facebook site, and I'd encourage everybody to join that. It, it's it's free. It's called International Physios Connecting with Australian Employers. And that's really simple. We called it that. It's a boring name, but it's simply what we are. It's trying to connect. So they can go in there, and there'll be, I think we've got about 600 physios there who are currently looking for work actively who can work in Australia who've joined our group. And they put up there that they're available, would like to be considered to work in in Sydney, in Coolangatta, wherever it is across Australia. And you can actually contact them directly through that way. And it's certainly free, but I know a lot of people have actually found jobs that way. Brilliant. So they go to Facebook and, and they type yeah, in... Yeah, Facebook, what? type in International Physios Connecting with Australian Employers. Okay. We can also give them one of the biggest challenges is the 
understanding of super of of um, sponsorship if you have to sponsor a physiotherapist into Australia. And I've got a free resource I'm happy to share with anybody who's interested, Paul. It's if I just go to James at the second visit.com.au. It's not it's easy to spell. Uh, and basically just send through uh, that you're interested in getting a copy of that information. I know I've sent that to quite a few physios practice owners already found it really useful. What's the what's your email address, James? James at the second visit.com.au. At, at the second visit. The second visit. Yeah, and it's right. the word second. Yeah. So so when, as I said to you before, when when this episode hits and fifty million people email you, <laughs> you'll just go, gee, right he's big right he's a big wig. He must be all over the place. He but, did say don't blame him and I agree with him. No, but that's fine. I'm more than happy to take those emails. All right, question sense. question seven, mate, with about a, about a minute to go. What's the one question I should have asked you that would give great value to our audience today? Yeah, I was thinking about the one. I think it's um, the one question is how do we teach them? Because the other complaint we get is um, their standards can be extremely variable, even more variable than our new graduates. And the thing that excites myself and Jeremy Hobbs is my business partner the most is actually we've created a program called the Private Practice Perfect Program, the four Ps, which is actually what got us into this, which is actually training limited registration physios over a 12-month program to become not just good physios, but great physios. And I think what you'll find is they, when they've gone through that program, they're going to come out such good clinicians. You would never want to lose them because the thing is they don't want to change their careers. Most of these people start as physios, want to stay as physios. And we know how many Australian physios don't stay there. And the average tenure of a limited registration physio is far greater than a uh, than an Australian trained physio. So you invest in them. They'll usually give you a huge return on investment. I love it. I, lo- I love what you've done. You've just found a need in the marketplace and you've, and you've filled it. It's classic marketing, mate. Well done. Yeah, thanks, Paul. <laughs> well, James, thank, thanks for thanks for finally joining me on the podcast, James. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Finally, I've really enjoyed coming in. That's no, been fantastic. I love what you do. So it's been a joy and a real. I'm very, 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 very honoured to have been asked. Thanks, Paul. Oh, absolute pleasure. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Practiceology Seven Questions in Seven Minutes podcast. For more episodes and to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, head over to iTunes. And if you'd like to increase your health business profits, reduce your personal work hours and spend more time with your family and friends, you can find out more about the Practiceology Mentor Program at mypracticeology.com.